it's been a minute. Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, I've been. I've, I've had to do a um, a bunch of these solo because you've been crazy, like crazy busy, running around all over the place. It is. Um, yeah, it's maddening. It's. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the word, but it's. Uh, it's been intense. Yeah, I figured we'd probably do like an update. What's happening? Yeah, uh, let's do that real quick. A uh, couple of sponsors. Um, we got a couple of new uh, partners. It's uh, really awesome. But first, uh, Tracy Slepsevic, the Warrior Mom. The book is out. It's been out for for a minute. WarriorMom.org. Uh, it's Tracy's journey in healing her son with autism. Just interviewed Tracy last week. The audio book is done. So she's gonna have an audio version coming out very very soon. So if audio's your jam. Uh, give it just a little bit of time and it's, it'll be out there. She's also, uh, launching the autism health summit, which is coming to an awesome resort in San Antonio, Texas in February and tickets are on sale at autismhealth.com. Also, um, some partner programs are available as well. Um, real cool, cool opportunities to, uh, get your, uh, products or services into, uh, the forefront. There'll be a lot of people. There are more than 500 people there at that. So autism health. Com. Also, got to say thank you to Technology North. That's my buddy, Ling Huang. He is the CEO. He's developed a very cool, cutting-edge, trailblazing technology uh, that is he, that is uh, being used to employ young adults on the autism spectrum. Uh, he's an award-winning entrepreneur. Technologynorth.net to read all about Ling and his company. And um, he is going to be on the forefront of a lot of cool and cutting-edge modern opportunities for young adults on the autism spectrum, technologynorth.net. We'll get to uh, some more info about some of our uh, other partners and some new partners that have joined the platform, which has just been super, super cool. Um, yeah, so the update, you were talking about an update, and it's like, I don't know. It, I thought that I thought maybe the title of this, um, of this episode would be like New Day, New Stress. Yeah, everyday stress. Yeah, it, just when you think you got something handled, then there's like another thing. And it's like, you know, sometimes it's like the big volcanic eruption. And then other days it's just like a tremor. But it's still always something. Right. So Cal being autistic, every autistic person's different, you know. And then he has global developmental delay. So he's six, but he's like a three-year-old developmentally. Um, then he has pica, which is eating non-edible things, like peeling the paint off the wall. And he only really does that if his, if his anxiety is high. Yeah. And so he also has anxiety. So he has all these things going on. And his anxiety, like I think it's sometimes we say his anxiety... And, and I've I actually read comments before on our Facebook channel or what or our TikTok channel, but um, people were like, "How? What do you mean anxiety? You know, he's five or you know whatever." And it's like, it's not the kind of anxiety like, okay, your boss emailed you and is like, "Be in my office in ten minutes." You know, it's it's like if his corner, like in the part of the living room, is not perfectly put away and kept, it causes him anxiety. Right. So and he'll go back and keep checking. And he just wants to make, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's not necessarily like this event happened and now there's anxiety or I'm scared of this happening. It, it's just sometimes in his mind, he's thinking of something and he'll just have to keep checking. And I think it's the thought of him having to keep checking, which is causing the anxiety. Yeah. So you explaining that makes me think of OCD, which I had brought up to the developmental pediatrician um, the last I saw him. And he said that it's not OCD, it's cognitive rigidity. And so he's very rigid I in how he up. likes things. I can't keep up, man. You got, these words are just, I can't do it. It's, 
I'll oh. tell you what, it is so much to learn. Oh, gosh. And with him, it's just learning about him and what he needs is the only way to help help him. Yeah. You know? I, uh, it's just a lot <laughs> of terms. and Cognitive rigidity. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and then the S S I B. Um, Self-injuring behavior. Yeah. That's a little bit easier to understand, but... You know, that's so I don't know that we've talked about this, but he has he was headbanging so much that he got fitted for a helmet. So I actually have to go pick that up next week. Yeah, we we're hoping to avoid the helmet phase, um, you know, for a lot of reasons. Honestly, I think, you know, society makes judgment about helmets, you know, and I get it. It's just kind of hoping to avoid that. But it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, it's. You know, it's for his health and, and safety, really. I mean, really, at this point, safety. I mean, because he's strong. So when he wants to bang his head hard, he just does it. Um, so I'm glad that, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not glad it came to that, but I'm glad that we have a solution for it. And it's they're customized helmets. So, um, you know, these are things that actually are proven to really work. Right. And help uh, head trauma. So um, we, we haven't used some, it yet. But. Somebody asked me the other day. I got a really weird message. Not a, it, it's not weird. I just... I didn't even think about it till I got the message and a mom sent me and she's like, Hey, I just read that the, um, the normal lifespan of an autistic is like 38 years old. And I've read that before. And I'm like, yeah. And she's, she was like, I'm terrified. And it's not, I'm like, well, it's not, it's not because of like, I'm trying to think of like another, I don't know, like something where it's like you're born and you've got this ailment and it's like, yeah, you know, people with this only live a certain amount of years. It's not because of the ailment itself. It's because of the accidents that come with autism. That's yeah. the reason why. And like the number one is drowning, um, but then there's head traumas. And so, so it's not like, oh, you're autistic. You're not going to live as long. It's, oh, you're autistic. So you're more susceptible to these accidents. It's a little bit different than, you know, some other, right. you know, things that are just, just medical that it's the, you know, the body doesn't live a, a certain amount of time. It's not because of autism. It's just autism allows for these kids and then young adults to get in these dangerous situations. So it's a little bit, it, it's hard to understand. I mean, the whole thing is hard to understand, but that's the reason. Yeah. So I, we, so you have to do things like what I was trying to say is like, you have to do things like helmets and stuff. You have to get all of that done now to prevent injuries that could one day turn into something else. Right. So, and like you were talking about his safety, I figured out like I, if I can control his anxiety without medication, cause I don't think he's old enough for that. Um, then I can, con if I can control his anxiety by changing his environment, then he is protected from self injuring behavior Yeah. because so he's not, he's only going to school two days a week now, the rest of the time he's at a therapy center. But since we've done that, he, his behavior has decreased so I would say he went from like 15 headbangs to like two. Well, yeah. And so when you say his behavior has decreased, the, the self-injuring behavior has right. decreased. Yeah. So there was some anxiety at school or some triggering stuff at school that, that we really couldn't figure it out. And we tried and tried. Um, and I know the school's just thrilled with us for pulling him out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole different story. Yeah. And it's just, you know, listen, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, this isn't directed to the school, but I, I don't know, maybe cause part of it is it's like. You know, you don't think we're struggling over here trying to figure this out, too? Like, this isn't easy decisions. You know, it's like, but you're talking about these behaviors that are dangerous. And it's like, I mean, this is tough to think about. You know, this isn't stuff like you just think about from nine to five, like most people do with their challenges, like at work or something. You know, it's tough, tough stuff to think about. And so I don't know. Sometimes sometimes I'm like, why would you make a family feel that they're making the wrong decisions? 
when they're kind of under duress about their child. You know, I, I just I don't understand that. I don't I, I don't understand questioning parents decision when the parents are living with it 24 seven. That's I, weird I to me. The amount of stress we're under. Yeah. And then we're trying to do what's best for our kid to keep them safe. The and then they want they want to put more stress on us uh, by asking all these questions yeah. like we're doing something wrong. Well, that's the thing. It, you it, know, it's we're just, not doing anything wrong. It's the inference of, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, really? Really? <laughs> I mean... I don't know. And it's it's not unique to one school. You hear about it all over the all over the country. People, you know, special needs parents talk about it. So it's a, it, it's it's a broken system. And so I understand that. Uh, but it's still even if you understand something, you still have to live it. You know, and so it's hard. Right. You know, it's hard because it's like it's like the last thing we need is like, oh, wait. So now this email really like that's really I mean, come on. You know, it's like fine, but we'll fly. I mean, but fine. You know, I tell people all the time. It's like with special needs parents, it's like be careful, like, because <laughs> although, yes, we're tired, although, yes, we're stressed, we also understand what it takes to get results. Yeah. And special needs parents are willing to go those extra miles because you do it every day. I mean, it's every day you're doing it. So it's like, get in line. Like, fine, we'll go. We'll, we'll just run and run and run until, you know, we, we will outlast, you know, the stress because we have to. Yeah, you know? I'm like literally every day waiting for a phone call, waiting for an email. And it's like, I shouldn't even have to think about it I know. because I'm doing what's best. Yeah, it, I, I think the whole like, here's the thing with the system. It, it's it's not designed to be a partner in success. They'll tell you it is, but it's not. If you look at the actual day to day and what's going on, um, it's not designed for that. Maybe there's not enough staff for that. I don't know, but certainly the um, just the tone and the sentiment is very much like, well, this isn't how a partner in success would be. Like, that's not how you would act. Right. That's not the verbiage. That's not the communication tactics. Like, that's, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's frustrating, stressful. But um, like we said, you know, new day, new stress. I feel like, I don't know, I've got like this weird, <laughs> I, I don't know that I even like even thought one day I we would be, you know, obviously I never thought we'd be doing a podcast about this and stuff, um, and much less building a very large media platform around it. But it's like, I've got like this thing in my stomach. It's like this pit, you know, I think it's just a ball of stress. Yeah. And it's like, and it won't go away, <laughs> which is a little concerning, but whatever. Um, but I'm like, man, I just, I now am starting to understand like when special needs parents are like, my life is exhausting. I am, I am just every day. I'm just hanging on. And I think, you know, when Cal was like two, three, maybe even four, it's like, yeah, you know, we have those moments. I get it. We have those moments. But I didn't really get it. Now I get it. No, I mean, every day I literally feel like I'm dying. I know. I just. <laughs> I mean, my head hurts. The stress. I mean, like, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, I feel like my chest <sighs> hurts. I know. And I'm like, if I lay there and think about it. <laughs> or been, sit there and think about it. I'm like, my heart is pounding through my chest. I've been you know? sweating for two days. <laughs> like I, I'm about to sweat now. I can feel it. I'm like, why am I sweating? Like I don't feel good. You know, oh it's my like God, I, know. I just, I just feel like I'm sweating, and I'm like, it, it's just, and it's just so much. And you know, trust me, this is not a, a sympathy plea. It's not a pity party. This because it, it, we actually we're able to be pretty lighthearted about it. But man, it's like. Why have I been sweating for a few days? Like, why am I so nervous? Like, oh why, my god, like, I know. Like, it's just, 
you know, it, it just is just, you just don't know what's around the corner. And it's like, man, I've been sweating. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean. I'm sweating when- now. <laughs> just so you know, I'm starting to sweat. Oh, oh my gosh. So. I mean, a couple of years ago when we were first dealing oh, yeah. with this, it was like it was like a baby with a developmental delay. Now it's like full force everything and trying to figure out this kid. I mean, I was looking at his picture on the wall from like um, the three year olds program or four year olds program. And it's like that kid that's smiling is not even there anymore. Yeah, and it's that's, that's and, right. it, and it's sad because right now he's so caught up in his frustration. That's why we did change his schedule, because if he's so caught up in his self-injuring behavior, and his meltdowns, he can't progress. So it's just like we're stuck and we're finally getting out of it. But all that means is I'm driving more and more places, adding more and more therapy, just trying to do whatever we can do yeah. to succeed before we have a heart attack. Oh, God, I know. It's it, it it's I just <laughs> I don't even know. It's really a lot. It's a it, lot of stress. It's been a lot. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot. And, and through that, you know. You do, you, you do think about like, gosh, I mean, things happen all the time. What if something bad happened? I mean, you know, he needs care 24 seven, needs to be cared for 24 seven. Oh yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I got no problem saying that. I, I know, I know other special needs families want to resist saying that. And I understand it by the way, um, cause it's a tough thing to say, but at some point you'll be better off saying it and, and just, and just accepting it. Right. Because if you don't and you try to say, well, you know, maybe it's maybe it's that you can get away with it for a few years when they're young. But, you know, at the end of the days, you have to understand what you're working with so you can make the right adjustments and, you know, kind of create the right environment. Um, I mean, before we changed the schedule, his meltdowns were like five times a day lasting 20, 30 minutes. It was like out of control. Yeah. I literally was like, I cannot live like this. So that's why I had to figure something else out. I, I, it's interesting. I go now from, I worry about like today, but now I'm also worried about 10 years from now. And I like, don't worry about any of the parts in the middle. It's very, it's a strange way to look at life. Yeah. You know, like I worry about like 10 years. Okay. So he'll be, you know, essentially in high school, close to graduating. Well, I mean, when you're close to graduating high school, like that's, that's real, real life. Right. Like, you know, but then I think about today, like what's on the, what's coming, you know, around the bend today. And that worries me a little bit. You know, how can we provide for him and make sure he's safe and we want him to be happy. Um, but then I skip to like 10 years, but I never think about like, oh, what's going to happen in like six months or two? I just, I don't know. I can't even, I can't even imagine like a, like six months or a year, but I can think about 10 years. It's a strange way to look at life because my other kids, our other kids, I'm like, no, I am thinking about like, you know, the next uh, flag football season or the next travel baseball tournament, you know, that, but yeah. with him, it's really, it, it's like, it's, it's the immediate it's now. And then it's long range. And I never think about the middle. I get it. Yeah. Probably because you're scared about in 10 years. You know, yeah. Well, I'm and like I, the day to day is hard and is hard in itself, but like ten years, I mean, you just hope we're around. Yeah, and I also think too. I worry about what are we? <laughs> this is sort of selfish, but I admit it. Like, what are we going to be like in ten years? I know. You know, because I feel like I've. I mean, I've really aged the last year. Like, I really just. You know, I feel it. I. I feel. I look it. Like it's just like, wow. Like it. It's really. You know, and, and I think it's it's human nature to say, I can deal with it. I can deal with it. But you don't you don't know, like, honestly, like biologically, 
and even down to like a cellular level in your body, like what's going on. And after a while, you just kind of like, you just go, wow, this, this is a, this is a noticeable physical effect. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, geez. Stress I, it, eats you up. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it, and this is like, honestly, like, like doing so much right, you know, like making a green juice every day, working out every day, like, you know, doing so much right. And it's still, it's like, wow. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting um, kind of a test, like almost like research into like the human body and the mind and what you can take and what, you know, I don't know. I, I've been, I was thinking like I've been in, you know, like some incredible like work situations over the years with, you know, like big broadcast executives and tons of ego and power and money and just all of those things intersecting and colliding. And back then I'd be like, God, what a stressful business, you know, that I'm involved in. What a stressful, and all of these, these characters in this business, you know, in these huge companies and conglomerates, this is, this is stressful and challenging. What a, man, that was nothing. You know what I mean? That was absolutely nothing. Like I could do that now with an hour of sleep, no coffee, you know, I, that, I, I could handle all that, like nothing now. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it, and that's life too. You look back and you go, you know, I, what's that old saying? You know, if everybody threw their problems in a pile, yeah, you would look at everybody else's and just grab yours right back. Mm -hmm. And I get that now. Like, I remember hearing that saying years ago, you know, and, and somebody at, at um, one of the radio stations I was working at told me that. And I liked it, but I don't know that I really grasped it. Now I'm just kind of like, yo, I get it now. Like, yeah, I get it, you know? And yeah. so it's, um, it's yeah, interesting. Everyone does have their problems. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, I just, I remember feeling what I thought were big problems. And I look back now and go, really? You wasted your time on that? That's what you got, you know, mad about, or that's what you were stressed about or lost sleep over or were down about like that. Oh man, that stuff was nothing, you know? Well, you're looking pretty swole. I'm looking muscles. <laughs> well, you went back to the gym, you're lifting heavier weights and your chest and arms look more muscly. I get, I, I just was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, we're doing a lot of home workouts, which are good. Well, since the virus, like the gym shut down, you know, and then they opened up and then they shut down again. Then they had these like weird hours and then they had like, you know, only five people could be working out in a 25,000 square foot gym. So people were waiting in line. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. Every day you showed up, it was a different, you know, rule or whatever. And I was like, okay. So then it's like, let's do these home workouts, which are great. But I just, I was like, you know, I just, I need to go. I really am trying to like self challenge more. Um, because I find when you find something to self challenge, when, like, like, not like we need any more challenges, but when it comes to physical stuff, literally when you're lifting heavy weights, it is the only thing you're focused on. You are, yeah. you are straining your, you know, you are, you are literally like in a war with yourself for, you know, 45 minutes and it feels really good. I'm like, I can finally focus. That's why I love coaching the kids sports. Yeah. I'm so focused on that in that moment in time. It's a challenge. It's a different kind of stress, but it's like. I, you know, like last night we had a game and after the game, I see the same thing every time. I was like, I can't believe I was in a zone for an hour. I can't do that anymore. It's awesome. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I was literally good. in this zone and it's me and it's the co-coach and it's our teammates, our players. And I'm like, this is incredible that this game has this power to suck me in. Yeah. You know, it's, good. It, it's awesome. And I, so I tell, I was talking on TikTok the other day and I was like, 
you guys have got to find something to suck you in. Like you've got to, I'm going to do another video about it too. Cause I, you've got to find something to suck you in. You've got to get lost for an hour. You have to, yeah. you know, that's why the gym is the same thing. You know, it's like, I just, I don't have the heavier weights here at the house. So I was just sort of like, kind of, eh, you know, whatever, getting good workouts, getting a sweat. It was much better than nothing. I was like, I got to go next level. Yeah. So we're getting up early now, which is good. Much earlier, which yeah. means we got to go to bed earlier. Yep. Which is good. That is good. Less cocktails at night, which is good. Yes. <laughs> Taking a deep breath. <laughs> How do you feel no, right now? Do you feel like you're going to have a heart attack? Like right in this, this My sec- chest is pretty heavy. Yeah. I think because you're thinking about it though. I'm trying not I to. I know. But when you try so hard not to think about something, then you just do. Like, I think I'm going to go to the beach and do a walk. Well, I, just, I think we have to get back to that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, your your I'll mind does play you your mind plays tricks on, tricks on you. Yes. Um. So I just took magnesium, so I feel a lot better. <laughs> I feel a lot better. So I have anxiety, which I'm very open about. I took medicine years ago. I don't take it anymore, and I can help myself by exercising. But because the stress with him is so bad, my anxiety is making my blood pressure high. Mm. And I don't have a doctor right now or medication. So I took magnesium and I'm feeling a little bit better, which it probably can't even work that fast. But you have a doctor. You just don't want to go. Well, I scheduled it, but it's like a month. Yeah. It, 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 it's. I probably have to be on a low dose of blood pressure medicine because uh, of my anxiety. Yeah. Well, maybe. I think there's other things you can do. I, magnesium, by the way, is if you research magnesium, it's it's a, kind of a super mineral. And a lot of us... Um, like humans, by the way, are very deficient in it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible. You know, it, it is so true. I, I wish there was like a, like a daily reminder we could get, not something that like scares the hell out of you, but something that's like, when you don't have your health, all else is lost. It's truly gone. Like, you know, you just, I don't care what your bank account balance is. I don't care what kind of cars in your driveway. I don't care where you live. Your health goes, man, you're gone. You've lost it all. It doesn't matter. I know. And we do exercise and we do eat very good. And this is more reason to eat good because the stress does kill you. Yeah, I know it is because here's how I know that. (laughs) Here's how I know that this will come off as very wrong. Um, I know people who are extremely unhealthy and who live extremely unhealthy lives and are like much older than us, but they don't have any stress. They're fine. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Stress, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's now, are they doing themselves a favor? No. I mean, they, sh- they, you know, you shouldn't do that to yourself, but at the end of the day, you know, if you're happy, that, that counts as something, you know, I think, I think you would feel even better if you, if you, you know, took care, better care of yourself. But I mean, you can have people literally doing the right things all day, every day, diet, exercise, whatever, but be under this just stress umbrella. And it's almost like, well, and so I, so what I say to myself is, well, imagine if we didn't take care of ourselves, if you went to fast food every day, if you didn't get good sleep, if you didn't drink, you know, hydrate, hydration's another thing. And it's so like, it's so cliche. I think people hear hydration and they roll their eyes. They're like, oh, really? It's so true. Like, actually, I read this article the other day about hydration and it was geared towards like special needs parents. Like, because you start to kind of give up on yourself, right? You just, you're so stressed out. Like, you, you know. Well, I mean, you feel defeated a lot. Like, we don't we don't know what today brings. Yeah. And so the thing about uh, dehydration is like right before people like pass out of dehydration and everything like that, like you kind of start not making sense, you know, like, like you start kind of losing it in your mind. Like it's, you're, you're, you're dehydrated. And so it's like the anxiety is worse. The stress is worse. They're actually saying like the more hydrated you are, the less like you are 
to, to suffer from like a, a fit of stress or anxiety, you know what I mean, for something just to come over. I think it's really true. Like I, I, I just, if you can get up in the morning and just try to drink water all day, it really helped. I've cut down my coffee to two cups a day. I was, I was drinking like a pot and a half. A lot. And, and that was from your radio days. Early morning radio. It's funny. I blame everything on radio. <laughs> it's like, it wasn't me making the choice to fill the cup up. The damn radio business. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Getting up at four o'clock in the morning was a tough one. And thing about coffee and radio stations. I mean, they're, they're, they're always like there's coffee pots everywhere. You know, everyone's Is drinking. it better coffee? Well, it depends which radio station. <laughs> <laughs> depends which radio station. At one radio station I worked at, they had a deal. We had a coffee grinder there. Ooh. So it would, fr- I mean, they had a great deal with this, this like coffee company and they would come in and we could grind it. That was great. Other ones, they had like the bags of coffee. Ugh, that was terrible. Mm. Yeah, that was, I think that was the one in Nashville. That was the worst coffee ever. Um, but yeah. Where was the um, coffee grounds? Ironically enough, I was still in college, but I started working for a, a commercial radio station, not a college radio station. And because I was at James Madison in Virginia, this small town, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Like, no one's ever heard of this yeah, town. Yeah, that was your first radio job? Yeah. How did they have the best coffee? How did they have the best coffee situation ever? You That's know? That's funny. Just goes to show sometimes the best things are in the small markets. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, they won't pay you anything, but, <laughs> but man, if you want coffee, whew, that was the spot. That's wow. That's some other good. Emmis in uh, Indianapolis had great coffee, too. They had like 19 flavors. They had like all, and I didn't do the flavored coffee. But yeah. They had all, yeah, they had like a real fancy setup. So they, they, they were really good too. Good. Yeah, I tried <laughs> That it. was a coffee update <laughs> brought to you by We Have No Coffee Sponsor. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, you said, do I feel like I'm dying? I just try to remind myself I'm not dying if I can do burpees. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> Just a go good, do a workout, do burpees. Melissa, you're not dying, that's okay? That's a good title of a book. <laughs> Because a lot of it's in your head. I'm not you're dying. Just stressed. And then in parentheses, because I'm doing burpees. <laughs> yeah. It is a pretty good point. I mean, if you can really go and push your body and do whatever, you're probably okay. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to mention the Lift Academy. They have a brand new campus in Clearwater, Florida. This is a great organization. Um, and liftfl.org. They've got some great events coming up. One coming up this month in October, October the 23rd. It is the Lift Your Clubs event. You can imagine it's a golf tournament. I'm terrible at golf, but I'm excited to go and just hang out. Um, but this is going to be really, really cool. 95% of Lift students, um, the neurodiverse students, are on a scholarship, and Lift can help you through that process. Brand new campus in Clearwater. So thank uh, we thank them for being a, uh, a partner with us. They do great work. I love their stance on the neurodiverse uh, students and bullying. They have, they have these really good programs um, that are effective, and that's why people make the decision to go. LiftFL.org, that is the Lift Academy. Also, uh, our friends at Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach. Now, we talk about how stressed we are. We talk about how chaotic life is. We should probably, in fairness, mention we feel really great when we're at Krabby Bills, <laughs> right? So yes, we that we is do. the one time we're able to get out, socialize. You know, you just feel like you're on your own tropical island. You know, they get the great music at the loading dock every single day. I mean, for me, their happy hour, ice cold raw oysters. Ugh, oh yeah, 
I'm in heaven there. So Krabby Bill's a great community partner on Indian Rocks Beach. So, you know, we have so much of our audience here in the Tampa Bay area, but as we've grown, um, you know, I think our TikTok channel now is approaching 55,000 people. And so we're just all over the U.S. now. But, you know, so many people come and visit here. So we say make it a point to go to Krabby Bill's on Indian Rocks Beach. Yep. It's um, a lot of fun. It is a, a lot of fun. So l- looking forward, like, so we got Cal, you know, we're back down to like two days in school, but multiple therapy center visits, multiple home hours with, with, with therapists. For, for parents that are like, cause, and I see this a lot online. Like, when will we ever have a normal schedule where my kid can thrive? And isn't sometimes the answer, maybe never? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The answer is, I mean, I have them in school two days a week right now. Right now, that's what's working. Therapy right now is way more important, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe never. Maybe he's never going to fit into that environment, you know? Yeah. It's transitioning from class to class. There's a lot more people. Even the lunchroom is extremely loud. I mean, anything can set him off, you know? Yeah, I was just reading. So tomorrow, did you hear about this? That the the federal government is doing this national thing. Everybody's computers and phones or everything are going off tomorrow at like 2 o'clock in the whole country. Why? Oh, it's this new thing. If there's a national emergency, every, everything goes off. And so... I was reading and I'm like, well, that's going to be a problem for these ASD programs all across the country at two o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah. You know, because because some of these kids, these noise, I mean, we were sitting in the kitchen the other day and the, the oven timer, I think, went off. And I mean, he went right to close his ears. Oh, so the sirens are going off. Is that what you're saying? Your phone and all the computers and TVs and radios are all going to make a noise. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you meant like they were like going to shut off. That noise is scary. Oh, no. Yeah. No, they're, they're going to make a noise. I mean, go off. Yeah. Maybe I didn't use that word. Like they're, go- <laughs> like they're going off, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're going off Not with like alerts. Not off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I immediately yeah. thought turning off. Oh, sorry. Which is still scary because I, I just talk much cooler than you. It's like, dog, it's going off. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how all the kids talk. Now. I told Trey yesterday at the football game, I was like, dude, it's time to go off. We were only we were only up by seven, and I was like, "It's time to go off." So, do you get what I was saying when I said that? Yeah, but you are much cooler than me when it yeah, comes that to that. Yeah, that is true. You know all the words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bussing. Drip game strong. Oh, my drip game is real strong. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is one of the aspects of having five kids, though. You are you are much like you're staying in the cool game much longer. Oh yeah. You know, but sometimes it works to your disadvantage. Because I'm using terms now around people my age, and they're looking at me weird. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's how we talk at my house. They're like, wow, what a house. You know, it's like, well, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, I said bussing the other day. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm really using bussing. <laughs> but, I mean, you're bussing. Yeah, around a guy your age, they're probably like, what, dude? Yeah, and then mid is a big one, a big one now. Like, if something's just okay, it's mid, like middle. Yeah. Like, eh, mid. What's sus? Sus is like suspect. Sketchy. Oh, yeah. 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 Our kids do all this lingo. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. It's more bruh. Bruh. My name's bruh. What's up, bro? The kids don't call their mom and dad anymore. They say bruh. I know. I tell them. I'm not your bruh. I know. Don't. I'm not I, your bruh. I had to tell them the other day, don't bruh me. <laughs> all right? We're not going to do bruh all the time. I know. See, we still have to have a regular mainstream life outside of autism. We got to deal with bruh and sus and bussin'. 
Oh, oh it, so they teach Cal things. So Cal goes around telling his therapist to dab him up. Oh, my God. He says, high five, fist bump, dab me up. Yeah. they work. Which on is all, very hilarious. It is. You know, they work on all these celebrations after they, you know, if they hit a ball or steal a base or score a touchdown, you know. So what, what's that one again? High five. High five, fist bump, dab me up. Yeah, so they do all the moves and stuff. So he'll just go around and say, dab me up. Yep. <laughs> like he'll just walk around to people and go, hey, dab me up. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. It is funny. Yeah. Um, dailyautism.com is how you can connect to all of our channels. Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. We have a LinkedIn newsletter, the Autism Hotline, which you can get at dailyautism.com. And our podcast, our radio show. I was trying to think of, um, I was trying to think of uh, what else. I think that's pretty much everywhere we can be, besides having a television show, which I'm not really interested in. We're everywhere. We're we're we're, we're everywhere. Um, <laughs> our newest partner, these people are incredible. Uh, Angel Sense. Th- this technology is. I'm actually looking at my Angel Sense right now, and this is assistive technology. So basically, like, Cal wears this, this technology, this very small device, and we can see everywhere he is. But beyond that, we can then tap into the device and hear his environment. And if necessary, we can communicate to him through the device. Mm-hmm. And he can communicate back to us. That's pretty awesome. I love it. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they, they offer a watch um, primarily for older um, older people, uh, you know, special needs or on the autism spectrum. Um, this device is going to be better for him now at this age, but a lot of people do transition to the watch. But angelsense.com, you know, we've seen so many videos, unfortunately, lately of, of just incidents at school, incidents on school buses, um, kids escaping from therapy centers. I, we just did a, a, a news story on that last week in Texas. I think it was incredible. This kid got out of a therapy center. He was gone for an hour. Thank God they found him in a nearby parking lot sitting under a tree. That could have been so much worse. Jeez. Um, but this the, the, this Angel Sense technology, I actually, I was sitting here. It's cool because you get it, and then uh, then you do a video call with somebody from the company, and like they talk you through everything, right? Because like, I, I had all these questions. But I'm literally sitting in our little studio here, and I pull up the Angel Sense app, and, I'm, and I see it's a satellite image, and I'm like... You've got to be kidding me. I'm looking at the outside of our house. I could see the outline of our pool, our cars, and this little blue blinking dot, which was exactly in the room that I was sitting in. Wow. The angel, I was like, whoa. That is incredible. That is wild. Yeah. So um, we're excited. We found a way for uh, for Cal. There's multiple ways you can you can adjust this, whether it, you know, uh, to fit for, to, for the device to be wearable, whether it's a backpack, um, inside of a pants pocket, those kind of things. Um, so really excited to, to, to have that, you know, I mean, I just, I just say to myself, if, if something's there that can help, you've got to use it. Yeah. Every protective measure. Yeah. And angel sense is, um, they're giving the devices away free now, um, when you purchase a a subscription with it. So to get this free technology from angel sense, um, with that subscription is, uh, it's remarkable. It's really, I, I was really blown away. I was like, this is, this is impressive. So. Very cool. Good. That is good. All right. What's on the uh, agenda for today? I, I think we will do a beach walk before I go pick him up. Yeah? Yeah. I talked you into that a little. Yeah. I need to breathe the fresh air. God, I think I need to also. You know, put your feet in the sand. It does a lot for your body. Uh, well, the vitamin D is, um, I mean, just, you know, you, there's different ways to get the vitamin D. Getting it from the sun is the best. It is the best. You got to do that in a safe way. 
but man, that just goes right through your body. What it does to your, 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 your muscles and your blood and everything is, is, is really absolutely incredible. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold you to a beach walk. I'm excited about that. Also, uh, finally, real quick, Fun Factory Sensory Gym, uh, also great partners. They make the coolest. Here's the thing. They're making like emotions, if that makes any sense. They build these incredible, they install these incredible sensory gyms. They kind of take like an outside gym and bring it inside. And they can do this residentially, like in somebody's home or in a um, commercial aspect, therapy centers, churches, gyms. Um, doctor's cool. offices. It is some of the most creative, imaginative setups. And here's what I love. They're all different. They're all different. Funfactorysensorygym.com um, is the website. Their Facebook page is awesome. Their YouTube page is awesome. They've been featured on um, NBC. And I just, this is a really, really cool company with a cool culture. And they create some awesome, awesome environments. Uh, Fun Factory, Sensory Gym. Great follow on social media. Um, if you can check them out. All right. That's the podcast for today. Um, any, any parting words, any last thoughts? Uh, you've, you've recommended vitamin D and magnesium. I think it's yeah. good today. There's been a yeah, healthy, take time for yourself. You know, if you have it, take it. I mean, even if it's 15 minutes to go walk somewhere, you know, fresh air. Yeah. You gotta, you definitely have to, uh, to get that done. All right. Remember, we're online 24-7 across all of our channels at dailyautism.com. We will see you there. Bye.